Hey, it's uh, it's morning. Yeah, it's Monday. And it's macabre. <laughs> we did it out of order today, you silly goose. <laughs> We're messing with you guys. Uh, let's see we who the real fans are. pulled your legs, and your legs popped off because they're peg legs because you're a bunch of pirates stealing this content. Uh, we paid for that demographic research a ton, <laughs> and it all came back peg leg pirates. It all came back. P Money well. Market baby. research money well spent. Yeah. It's slinging dingers. <laughs> There's a large market research uh, team that give us the detailed analytics that we're looking for every week. And it turns out everyone who listens to this is actually three spiders. So we thank you, three Yay. spiders. If you share a web. Well, uh, well, it's more like a multiplicative of three of our entire listenership because they are all three spiders that have amalgamated into a single being to listen. So each do you, single, do you what I'm Yeah, so each single one of our listeners is three spiders yes. in a trench coat. Is what you're telling me. Ex- that yes, exactly, <laughs> which means you guys got 18 legs. <laughs> Enjoy that. Hey, hey, that was close. Hey. The math almost added up there, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean? It's, it's 20, three sets of 24. six. Spiders have eight legs. Oh wait, do like do oh they have eight legs. The fuck. Oh right, they're octobers. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Tommy, you don't know the difference between insects and arachnids? All right, on with the show. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about spooky, creepy, spookies. Uh, as you can see, we've already talked about, already, we already spoke, touched on spiders, so we're like one for three. Yeah, you guys are so scared of spiders. Now we just got to bring up like ghosts and... Uh, Goblins, ghouls. Like ghouls, witches, Bats. warlocks, necromancers, voodoo... voodoo Priest and priestesses, uh, hockey mask, chainsaw guys, uh, the letter Q, uh, Q anon, yeah, ooh, spooky and real. Um, <laughs> that's what makes it so spooky. Everybody, I hope you've had a. I hope you guys are. I hope you think still think we're cool. This is the Thanksgiving episode, <gasps> technically, isn't it? I didn't even think about this. It is. Pass the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. <laughs> ooh, turkey looks great. <laughs> Happy uh, Happy Turkey Day to those of you uh, Americans sucking down turkey dogs. And you Canadians, um, uh, we're about a month late. Hope yours was hey, great. Month late, a dollar short, that's what I say. It's a, ho- it's a holiday where we celebrate how the white people couldn't grow anything on their own. And you know what? Still might not be able to. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, haven't kept, I haven't kept up with agriculture in the last couple hundred years. How come years. we never, you know what? That We don't keep up with agriculture <sighs> enough. I know, and I'm subscribed to Agriculture Weekly, but it just sits on my toilet shelf. Dude, I'm subscribed to Ag Mag. Oh, you're an Agmatic? I'm I'm an Agmatic Mag subscriber. You're a pragmatic Agmatic subscribing the Mag to your Agnes? But yeah, that's everything about me. You just listed them. Damn, dog. People want us to start talking about shit. That, that and what did you say uh, I was a couple <laughs> weeks ago? That I'm like six eight. <laughs> yeah, well, you're yeah, you're something like that, six eight, like three hundred sixty pounds, but it's all in your ankles. Yeah, these things. Real long ankles and real thick ankles, and then it's just like a real skinny little guy on top. My ankles are like thick with three C's, dude. You look like uh, Wilt from Foster's Home for Imaginary (laughs) Friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Well, gang, if you get that reference, you were you you were raised on early two thousands cartoons, mid two thousands. I don't know, but it won Emmys. Did it? It sure did. Holy sh! Holy sh! That's a great show. Holy sh! Holy Kilimanjaro. Um, so happy Thanksgiving, upcoming Thanksgiving, and today I'm going to be bringing that, that, ooh, that's a spooky one to Scones. I will be saying that. And he's going to say that 
and multiple times. And actually, this is a listener sub- subjection. Listener <laughs> submission. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> listener suggestion. Uh, shout out to CB Croswell. <gasps> CB Croswell. time listener. I always see that name popping up. Early morning jogger, which is a hell of an achievement. Early morning yog? Early yog and jongster. And I can't, I can't get up. Well, I have to get up at like 5.36 a.m. because my daughter gets gets starts wiling out then but and i, I don't. cannot imagine then strapping on shoes and being like let's hit the streets baby so shout out to you oh, remember that time at your bachelor party when afterwards you had to go on a run with your boss i do remember that time what a wild was, time what a wild time i ran into both of my bosses at my bachelor party and i got That's drunk the worst place to <laughs> run into your superiors Especially with a bride-to-be sash on. Hey, you rocked that sash. Until that one asshole came and tried to rip it off. Anyway, we're getting off the point. Tonight, scones, we're going to be talking about one of the biggest inspirations for a young man named Bram Stoker <gasps> and his little little book, book ski his little called ditty? Dracula. A little ditty called Dracula. <gasps> it too, Dracula? Because, yeah, C.B. Croswell hit us with some often overlooked inspiration of dracula and that is the indian spirit monster thing called vitala vitala band you know what that means band Band. play that shit play that dj spin that shit All right. This is from Atlas Obscura, a wonderful website that we mentioned many a time. Yeah, because we're frequent. So, across generations and around the world, the name Dracula now calls to mind a pale man in a tuxedo and cape, eyes bloodshot and fangs gleaming. And some widow peaks in his hair. Yeah, he's got those widow peaks, and he looks like he's going to sell me car insurance. Originally introduced in Bram Stoker's 1897 novel of the same name, and given that familiar look by Bela Lugosi in 1931... Dracula has since become the world's prototype vampire. 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 I have that book like right here. Right next to me. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, let's just read that. Why are we doing this? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Okay, and chapter one. (laughs) The boy who lived. (laughs) (laughs) Private drive. (laughs) I'm a what? Um... Dracula has, <laughs> Dracula has Why, you made the him world's... So, so American. I'm a what? Shut the no fuck way, up, Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid's pulling my fucking chain. Um, Dracula has since become the world's prototype vampire, spawning a world of imitations, variations, parody, and more, from La Stat de Lioncourt to Edward Cullen. Boo. <laughs> Stoker's Dracula is widely believed to have been inspired by Vlad III, ruler of Wallachia in what is now Romania. In the 15th century, but few are familiar with another older creature that is believed in part to have contributed to his creation, the Hindu spirit known as Vitala. Vitala. As legend goes. Is Vitala in Smite? Uh, no. And he's also not a knockoff Nutella, unfortunately. Well, but we can fix both of those (laughs) (laughs) As legend goes, the Vitala is a ghoulish trickster of varying description that haunts cemeteries and forests. That's what I want on my epitaph. 
<laughs> yeah, it sounds like that's the uh, senior or that's the what is it called? Fuck. The what senior called? No, not senior quotes. Oh, the superlative? <laughs> yeah, that's the superlative I wanted the most. Was <laughs> most likely to be a ghoulish trickster of varying description that haunts cemeteries and forests. <laughs> <laughs> I'd vote for you. All right, thank you. Maybe that'll make it in the next year's uh, award show. Uh, oh, my God. And this is Jesse. She got most popular. Oh, my God. And this is Darcy. <laughs> you got most likely to be a ghoulish trickster that haunts forests. A, a varying description that haunts cemeteries and forests. I'm just so gaunt in the picture. It's just like <laughs> horrific. I'm so pale. Oh, I love it. Hanging upside down from trees and waiting for humans to play pranks on. We got a, we got a little trickster. They are said to exist in a realm between life and death and have the ability to see into the past, present, and future. So they're essentially uh, the the Christmas ghosts. That's what it uh, sounds ghosts like. Ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Just scrooging on people? Yeah. They do yell, get scrooged on, world star, and then they <laughs> just peace out. <laughs> this boundless knowledge makes them invaluable to sorcerers who often seek to capture and enslave the Vitala to use its powers for their bidding. Growing up, my father taught me that Vitala could see everything, recalls a priest at the Pasadena Hindu temple in last... Wow. I fucked that so hard. (laughs) Growing up, my father taught me that the Vitala could see everything, recalls a priest at the Pasadena Hindu temple in Los Angeles, who grew up in the Indian state of Gujarat and wished to remain anonymous. I wonder how close your pronunciations are. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be really bad. There's a lot of Indian words and listeners... If you haven't seen me or heard my voice, I am not a native of India. So we'll see how we go. We'll see how it goes. But uh, just a fair warning. We try our best without trying that hard. Yeah. They could detect the good and evil inside of you. We are forever cautious around cemeteries because you never know what might be waiting for you. The Vitala legend dates back to the 11th century when it was made popular through Vitala Pachvimshati. A collection of... Nailed that one. A collection of stories (laughs) that children in India still read today. Also known as Baitel Pachisi, quote, my first introduction to the Vitala was in school, an Indian mother interviewed for this piece who also wished to remain anonymous says. Dude, like, I don't, I take for granted, like, how young our culture is. Like, when I'm hearing kids are reading shit from the 11th century, (laughs) like, as little kids. Yeah, we have, like, George Washington on a fucking boat, and we're like, yeah, that that was, like, fucking, like, Dinner with Dinosaurs, the Magic Treehouse book. (laughs) (laughs) They're reading 11th century manuscripts. That's wild. We used to get these graphic novels called Amar Chitra Katha, each of which would narrate an Indian story, some of which were historical, some mythical, and some folk. That's pretty cool. The Amar Chitra I know, that sounds pretty dope. The Amar Chitra Katha comic books, which included stories from Vitala Pachvim Shati, were often shared with cousins and neighbors at home or passed around during free time in school. Did you ever, sorry to interrupt again, but did you ever have like the biblical comic books? Yes. And it's like Samson fighting yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and they were trying to make it so fucking cool. And you're like, yeah. dude, just stop. These, <laughs> just stop these Hindu ones sound way cooler. None of these are making these wafers taste any better in my mouth. Just <laughs> drying it up. Uh, in this collection, originally written in Sanskrit, a tantric sorceress asks King Vikrama to capture a Vatala. Each time the king approaches the creature, however, it presents him with a riddle along with some unusual rules. If the king knows the answer, the Vitala will go free, flying back to its upside-down perch. Oh, like a bat. Yeah. If the king does not know the answer, the Vitala agrees to be taken as his captive and go with him to the sorceress. So I don't... 
I don't know why that would be the way. That the sounds deal like a lose lose or a yeah. win. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I think it's like a. I think that might be Vitalis like kink or something where he's like. <laughs> so Vitalis is the inspiration for Dracula, the spirit. Uh, yes, it's like it, okay. We'll get to like so the that adds up like that. He hangs upside down like a bat. Yes, that is a big thing that is taken from Vitala. Right. So, and if the king knows the answer but does not speak it out loud in an attempt to outsmart the Vitala, his head will explode into a million pieces. Wait, Vitalis? <laughs> <laughs> no, the king. Wait, why would the king do that then if his head's going to explode? I don't know. I also love that like whoever like wrote this way back in the day was like, and his head's going to explode into a million pieces. <laughs> like, it's so childish. It doesn't make any sense. Why would the king ever do that if his own head's going to explode into a million pieces? I There's a lot of questions. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this. Um, <laughs> this I love this lore purely because from where I'm standing, it makes no fucking sense. It makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, that's the dream, brother. Uh, Vitala Pachvimshati features 25 stories with the same conceit, and in 24 of them, the king answers the riddle correctly. Oh, Thus, God. again and again, the Vitala escapes the sorceress. But the 25th time, the Vitala asks the king the following. If a prince marries the queen, and a princess marries the king, and each couple has a baby, what is the relation between the two newborns? What a stumper. <laughs> Wow, what a weird okay. incest riddle. I know, yeah. <laughs> and literally the next sentence is, this weird incestuous question <laughs> is what finally stumps the king. Because he does not know the answer, the Vitala is forced to go with him to the sorceress. But during the journey, the Vitala reveals that the sorceress's plans to use this power to kill the king and take over the realm. Why Why would the Vitala... The, so if going to the sorceress is a bad thing for the Vitala, why would the Vitala ever try to trick... Why would he just ask, like, what color is the sky? <laughs> yeah, because he's... Exactly. I don't... That's what I'm saying. I, it's, it's a weird upside-down world they lived in. The two then decide to team up to kill the sorceress. So after peace has been restored, the Vitala offers to protect the kingdom and come to the king's aid whenever he needs it. So he sounds like a real, like... I, yeah, I don't... The 11th century India sounds like a place with very different logic and values than... <laughs> Us. Yep, it's a very it's like opposite day back then. <laughs> um, so while this popular story depicts the Vitala as a trickster with the capacity for good, today the Vitala is characterized as far more demonic. Oh hell yeah! In the yeah in the mythical creatures Bible, the definitive guide to legendary beings by Brenda Rosen, the Vitala <laughs> is called a hostile spirit said to cause madness, miscarriages, and kill children. Hashtag hell yeah, brother. Sounds boss. Sounds like a fucking sick dude. Likewise, in the Encyclopedia of Demons in World Religions and Cultures by Teresa Bain, the Vitala is defined as a vampiric demon that possesses humans and causes their feet and hands to twist backwards, their skin to turn green, and their fingernails to become long, poisonous white talons. Oh, that's way more metal. Yeah, so now we're getting into that real good, good, spooky Dracula stuff. Now, these descriptions are far cries from the original Sanskrit text of Vitala Pachvimshati, in which the Vitala is depicted as a more nuanced creature, and this transformation can be blamed, at least in part, on British explorer, writer, and gadabout, Sir Richard Burton. Oh, that guy's such a gadabout. Yeah, he's that's like such a good word to describe like every British explorer ever. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I'm a gentleman. Look at all this stuff. Hey, I'm just going to gadabout and take everything yeah. from you. Or just steal <laughs> like, your entire culture to put into a museum. <laughs> 
Uh, so Sir Richard Burton was the first person to bring home the Kama Sutra and Vitala Patramshati to hey. Western audiences. Hey, shit, Richard. Old Dick Burton with that Kama Sutra. Whoa, hey, hey, whoa. Hey, this is a kid's hey, family show. Whoa, hey. <laughs> so, not only did Burton choose the word vampire, <gasps> a word with its roots in Eastern Europe for his translation of the word Vatala, <gasps> as opposed to something like spirit, but the illustrations that accompanied his text showed a taloned creature with pointed ears, bulging eyes, leathery wings, and a long tail thus transforming the Vatala into the malevolent monster it is depicted as today. I have a question. Okay, scones in the front. This might be more for no, like... No, not you, other scones. Oh, sorry, the hold one on, behind. I'll sit down. Yeah, hey, okay, me in the back. Tiny, tiny scones. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's me. <laughs> hey, tiny scones. Hey, I have a question. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 this is good, keep going. Yeah, so um, uh, vampire bats, They. I know they live in like Central America, in Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so avocados it, from I, Mexico. I, I don't know if they live in India too, but how cra- or Eastern Europe? But how crazy is that that they would depict vampires as like leathery winged bats? But then like it doesn't <laughs> even have to do with the vampire bats because they didn't even know about them. That's pretty crazy, little scones. <laughs> All right, little scones, get the fuck out of here. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> hey, what's up, big scones? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, who knows. <laughs> who, who, I don't fucking have a good answer for you, but that's pretty. It is pretty wild that that uh, is wild. If they don't have vampire bats over there, which I don't know, they, if they probably do. do. But like the fact that a bat would even be associated with a vampire before they were even like came over here, and then they, if, yeah. if that's true, they came over here. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> There's vampires fucking everywhere. They're like every. They're they're a global phenomenon. <laughs> they're like the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> so. Further cementing his new depiction, in his translating collection, which he called Vitrum and the Vampire, Burton chose to include only 11 of the 25 original stories, greatly diminishing the depth of the Vitala character. I don't know. Vitrum and the Vampires is my second favorite Magic Treehouse book, though. (laughs) What was the... Remember, like, the schoolhouse ones where it was like, my lunch ladies like uh, Al-Qaeda insurgents or whatever. You know what those those ones called? (laughs) Or like the janitor's a werewolf. It was, yes, all like that, yes. You know? But I like the first yeah. one you said. They were all like, well, yeah, no, the was, janitor's uh, a werewolf. Lunch ladies not kind of insurgent. Yeah, that's one of them. I'm pretty positive it's the first one. And then they took a hard right turn. The and gym like, teacher is an incel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So... Scholars have rightly criticized Vitram and the Vampire for these shortcomings. In the Ocean Story, C.H. Tani's translation of the Katha Sarit Sagara, N.M. Penzer, a British independent scholar and fellow of the Royal Geographical Society, calls Vitram and the Vampire, quote, not a translation, but an adaption, and a very free adaption, too. <laughs> to his credit, Burton never claimed that the Vitram and the Vampire was an exact translation. He says, It is not pretended that the words of these Hindu tales are preserved to the letter. I have ventured to remedy the conciseness of their language and to clothe the skeleton with flesh and blood. He wrote in the introduction. So he fucking whitewashed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to make this cool as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to make it so that I can bring it to Europe without like the church fucking yeah, he basically, killing me. Yeah, he made like a slight alteration so he could sell it on Etsy. But Penzer's response to this disclaimer doesn't mince words. This is putting it very mildly. What Burton has really done is use a, a portion of the Vitala tales as a peg on which to hang elaborate, quote, improvements entirely of his own invention. 
Regardless of scholars' critiques, the damage had been done. Vitram the Vampire was marketed as the English translation of Vitala Pachvimshati, and readers took the depiction of the Vitala as authentic. One of these readers was Bram Stoker. Hey. The author greatly admired Burton and was fascinated by his writings about the Indian occult and particularly Vitala Pachvimshati. Dracula's transformation into a bat that hangs upside down, for example... His reptilian-like climbing abilities, his powers, and his centuries of wisdom all may have been drawn from Burton's translation. Since Dracula's publication, the Vitala has remained alive and well, but in recent years, it has morphed into something closer to Burton and Stoker's idea of the spirit. So, go ahead. So, like, just to, to bring these Monday Morning Macabre episodes together. Yes. So, we've talked about Bram Stoker and, like, yes. so his journey to, the like, the northeastern United States and, like tuberculosis was where he got the inspiration for yep. like the blood sucking and the taking the life force and then yep. this the hindu occult is where he got the powers. physical characteristics yeah and yeah the powers really cool that we've uh tied that that bow so neatly which we totally intended yeah we did intend to do it and we said you know we gotta wait for season two to really bring this home <laughs> so here we are yeah season two is where we have all we tie up all the storylines <laughs> Indian production companies have also capitalized on what is more of a homegrown horror movie villain in 2020's Batal, now streaming on Netflix. Ooh. Ooh. We should watch Patreon that, dude. <laughs> hey, Patreons, I think we got a new episode for you. <laughs> Patreon Epi. Patreon Epi. A remote village falls prey to a colony of Vatala working alongside officers from the East India Company to take over <gasps> their land. The East India I'm Company. In. <laughs> I'm in, and I. it's going to be an... I don't, I don't... Maybe there's trans... I don't know if there's... Sub, there's probably subtitles. There has to be. In the movie, the Vitala is reimagined as a vampire-zombie hybrid. Okay. The modern Vitala, then, is an amalgamation of cultures, stories, and misinterpretations adopted, adapted, and then adopted again. And while the Vitalas of today's pop culture is a far cry from the original text, those stories remain in the hearts of Indian children and grown-ups. When asked whether he believes the Vitala exists in some form on Earth and whether it might have an influence on us, the priest at the Pasadena Hindu temple leaves things open. Quote, as with any myth, any frightening story or creature, some people believe it, some don't. But I've found that when something goes amiss, when there's a sound in a cemetery, an unexplained shadow or disturbance, people change their minds. Ooh. And that, my dear boy, is Dracula's inspiration. The Vitala. The Vitala. That's pretty rad. I mean, like... yeah. That it's cool to know where it comes from, especially since like Dracula and vampires are such a part of Western culture. Like no American kid grows up not knowing like yeah, what a vampire all, was or what Dracula, who Dracula is. It's in every medium. There's literally like my, I'm watching like Disney Junior now, obviously, because I got a little tiny baby girl and there's there's literally a character who's just a vampire. She's just a little vampire girl. Dude, I literally love Count Chocula. It's a great <laughs> serial. Once it's gone into cereals, you know it's, it's all it hit the big time. It's all downhill from there. I, I need to find out what that what's that little vampire show. I was like, this is dope. This is like my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> vampire girl show. What's it called? Disney Junior. Called? Vampirina. Vampirina. Yeah, Vampirina. It's literally just a vampire chick who like comes to like America, and her dad's like a vampire, and he can do he can like run super fast and fly and shit. Do they and drink all of the blood? Little, 
no obviously not but like all the american kids are like your dad's a weirdo <laughs> and it's like he's literally breaking the sound barrier flying around <laughs> trees and shit. i love that they're vampires but they don't like drink yeah, blood they, they, or they, like <laughs> they don't do anything vampiric and they also don't make any attempt to hide the fact that they are in fact vampires it's so weird that this like the defining characteristic of this creature is like not included in so much of like the romanticized right fascination and that's it's it's just white people ruining everything they get their hands on amen we just can't stop the whites are at it again it's literally like okay we're gonna fight it's just taking culture and making it not as cool (laughs) every single time every single goddamn time but uh yeah that's i mean shout out to king vikram yeah he he got fucking clowned (laughs) dude he got clowned and had to turn it over to the sorceress absolute oh he got clowned clown. one out of 25 times <laughs> yeah he's got a, a great ratio uh, yeah that's a good percentage that's a solid kd also hats off to him that whatever this weird game or situation is he never seems to be down the creek <laughs> yeah he's always <laughs> i still don't understand why he can get the, like, fooled what? he can get it right it yeah. all just seems to be on the fish or i mean the if a daughter has and a, and a and a dad have a kid and a mom and a son have a kid. How would they relate? <laughs> Who am I kissing? Oh boy, nothing like good old, good old Vitala's fashion. on a Monday. Vitala sounds like something you'd order at like a Starbucks. It does. Also, Hindu lore is fucking sick. Yeah, <laughs> there's some really cool. We should do like Bakasura sometime. Oh, we that'd be sweet. Do... I also had to read uh, in college at that college that we went to. Um, oh, look who can read. <laughs> I went. You were there too. <laughs> yeah, but I was on computers. <laughs> no, I, was I, I had. A, I was playing Space Command. I had world literature, and I we read the uh, the what's it called the Via Rama, the the story the novel about the story of Rama. Oh, um, the something Rama. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how he uh, saves the princess from the demon king of Sri Lanka. What's his name? Uh, he's in Smite. Uh, Andy. No, he's in Smite. Not Rama, because that's that's the bow. Ravana, which is probably yep. Ravan. It's Ravan. It's Hindu. Yeah. Ravan, the demon king of Sri Lanka, and he comes over and takes Rama's yeah. wife, and then Rama goes and is like, what's up? And then he he's, kicks his ass. Okay, so Jason Siegel's just Ravan, but I am Richard Burton taking Ravan and then whitewashing him, making him Jason Siegel, and we've come full circle. Amen. He's taking my goddamn so life. yeah, if you want to read the ancient, uh, world-renowned text about Rama, it's really you can just instead hear us talk about Darcy and how Jason Siegel <laughs> came and took his girlfriend. <laughs> how many English professors have tried to make a funny joke based off of the term "lit" being like a new fun hip term? Way too many. Like that first day, they get up on the chalkboard, like English, and then put in parentheses. English is pretty lit, and then like a fire emoji, and then every kid. And no, and then we all go wild cheering. I just like yeah, start going. And just nuts. pick them up and lift them up and bring them out of the school. We all throw our hats into the center, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all throw our water bottles, and they all land perfectly upright. <laughs> We're so in touch with the, gener- with the young generation right now. <laughs> I know we're babbling at this point, so we're not going to keep you any longer, guys. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, shout out to all the Patreon subscribers. We appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for keeping the show going and helping out. 
If you'd like to become a Patreon subscriber, check out our website for more information, www.mondaymorningmacabre.com. Follow us on Twitter at mmmacabrepod. And give us a little like a on Instagram at mondaymorningmacabre. And subscribe and comment, because that shit helps. Yes, big review. If you haven't reviewed yet and you like this, the, the tent, we, it really helps us out on the, in the old algorithms. Those beautiful, beautiful algorithms that I just can't God, algorithms. seem to muster up the courage to talk to. I have them written all over my windows. Yeah, it's the like the number 23 or whatever. It's like, yeah, I walk into those like Harvard bars. I'm like, what? Well, I thought there'd be like <laughs> equations on the walls. <laughs> my boy's and shit. wicked fucking smart. <laughs> As always, gang, have a good. Mundi. Have a good Kiati Mundi.